This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to Rams Talk. This is the preview show. Um, tonight I'm joined by Mark Hellowell as we look forward to the trip to Cheltenham this weekend. Mark is a broadcaster on BBC Radio Gloucestershire and he also is part of the Robins Report. So go and check them out on whatever you listen to on your Spotify, uh, whatever, whatever you use nowadays. But Mark, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? Yeah, no problem, Jamie. Yeah, good to be here. Looking forward to the game on Saturday. Yeah, I think we all are. Um, you've come off the back of a. We just spoke off air about the uh, the win in the Papa John's Trophy last night. So uh, semi final bound. Um, how are you feeling about that? Yeah, it's good. I mean, yeah, never never got to the semi finals before. One game from Wembley, so it's it's, it's it's a good position to be in. Also, a bit of money for the club, which always comes in handy. And uh, yeah, just a nice little distraction from the uh, from the league as well. But. Got to put that one away now because it's February. We'll find out on Saturday before the game, actually, uh, on Saturday, who we get in the semi. So we'll see see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Well, wishing you all the best in in that one. Um, so, yeah, we want to talk about the Robins today, tonight. Um, start the season so far for us. Up and down. Um, it started with Michael Duff leaving, who was the manager who brought us up into League One from League Two, former player of ours, bit of a sort of hero for around Cheltenham. Uh, won us the League Two title as well, which uh, was was a massive thing for the club. First time they'd ever won a, an EFL League title and then took us to our highest ever position in the football pyramid, 15th in League One last season. So he went to Barnsley. So, uh, and that sort of happened around June time. And that was a bit of a... a I mean, we were expecting him to go eventually, Um but uh, it's just a shame that it happened when it did. You never, you never want a successful manager to go. So they promoted from within. Wade Elliott um, had been his first team coach, and uh, it's been a, it's been up and down. Um, you know, we we had a seven 0 home defeat by Exeter in the EFL Cup, which wasn't ideal. We lost in the FA Cup to Alvechurch, which again wasn't ideal. So he's had he's had times where the fans have not been really sure about him. I mean, they were chanting for him to go, uh, in fact, after that 
Alvechurch match. Uh, that was a real low point. And then, but then we've had some good results. You know, we've won at Charlton. We beat Bolton at home. But we haven't scored many goals. That's been the real problem uh, for Cheltenham this season, is scoring goals with the lowest scoring side in the division. Uh, of, our, of our eight wins in League One, six of them have been 1-0. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't always been a great watch for, for supporters. And that's been something that's that a lot of supporters have said, that the the entertainment value hasn't been high, really, for, uh, for some games. Um, but... You know, we're in there fighting. You know, we're six points above the relegation zone, which, considering we have only scored 19 goals, is pretty good, really. And I think a lot of Cheltenham fans would have taken that at this stage of the season to be in that position where we are. We're not, we're not under any illusions as far as Cheltenham are concerned. If Cheltenham stay in League One, that's that's massive, especially after Michael left, and especially after they had a lot of change in the summer with with players coming in and, and going. So. It's uh that that's basically it. If Cheltenham stay in League One, that's that's a big achievement for the club because budget wise, we're not well I'd say we've got the smallest budget in the division and there are clubs, as as everybody knows, spending a lot of money in this in this division. Some of the budgets in this division I suspect are three or four times what Cheltenham's is. So we're not we know where we are in the food chain. You know, some clubs might be able to go and shop at Waitrose, but we're very much in this transfer window. So, um, yeah. And then recently, I mean, we've had some we've had some bad results. We've lost away at Burton. We've lost away at Forest Green. We lost away at Accrington. We lost away at Morecambe on Saturday. That's four of the teams below us in the division that we've not managed to beat away from home. So. And those and those performances haven't been great. We've lost four out of our last five, and this game on Saturday, Derby, is the first of three. We play Derby, then we go to Plymouth, then we've got Sheffield yep. Wednesday at home. So we've got a really tough little mini run of games coming up, and uh, so you know we just got to try and get what we can really out of these yep. three games. Yeah, and I think looking at the table, obviously you've said there, you know, you are clear of of the the relegation zone. Mm. I mean, yes, you have got a a tough run of games coming up, but a couple of results could put you, you know, comfortably um, way ahead of of, of where, you know, you you probably expect to be. So, yeah, um, yeah, I think like you say, if um, if you can... If you can get something out of those those kind of games coming up, hopefully mm. not Saturday, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, you, you could finish. Uh, so you finished fifteenth last year, was it? Yeah, yeah, fifteenth last year, which was mm. which was, as I say, the highest we've ever finished in yeah. the football pyramid. Slightly below where uh, what Derby's best ever finish in the football <laughs> pyramid is. In fact, I mean, I'm old enough to remember that. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm a child. I'm a child of the seventies, so. You know, when I was a kid growing up, first getting into football, Derby County were at the top of the old Division One, winning the title under Brian Clough in 1975, and before that in 72. So, you know, I'm old enough to remember that. I remember, I remember, I can, I can remember sitting at home watching Derby against Real Madrid. You know that that famous European Cup match. I can remember watching that. So, I know where where Derby stand in the food chain. And for, mm. for Cheltenham to be playing Derby, I mean, Cheltenham never played Derby before. 
I know they yep. played at Forest Green in the FA Cup and they played them the other week. But um, for Cheltenham to be playing Derby, considering my footballing heritage, you know, it's, it's a big football club coming to our coming to our coming to our humble little ground. So uh, you know, it's a it's it's a big game, and there'll be a lot. I, th- I think. Uh, I mean, we had nearly 6,000 on Boxing Day for the game against Plymouth. And I wouldn't be surprised if the crowd gets somewhere up here that again for Saturday. It was the same again. Yeah, mm. well, I think we're we're kind of selling out wherever we go in, in League mm. One at the moment. So I'm sure we'll we'll come in force. Yeah, um, you mentioned there about being the league's lowest scorers. Um, mm. Obviously, you might answer this quite quickly and say it's just because we're not good enough in front of goal. But... I'm just thinking, is there something that, that's missing? Is it a case of you're missing a striker? I know, obviously, you've got Alfie Alfie May. Is it a case of you're missing somebody that, that's putting the balls in, in the right areas? What's What will you put your finger on that to? We're getting, we're getting into good positions, but we're just not finishing things off. Um, on Like, it happened again on, on Tuesday. We were... We were we had 26 shots on goal on Tuesday. So it's not from that point of view. Uh, but we haven't scored from a corner this season, mm. which is really poor in my view, considering you know, we're 23 games into the season. You haven't scored from a corner. And at, at this level, League One, League Two, you know, the, the bottom levels of the, of, of, of the football league, set-piece goals are big. You know, you get a lot of goals from set-pieces, free kicks, corners, Long throws. We used to be we used to be really good from long throws when we when Bentoza was our former captain. He had a fantastic long throw. He went to Rex and we scored loads of goals when we came up from League Two from his long throws. We've only scored one from a long throw this year. We haven't scored a headed goal in the league. <laughs> so there's there's a number of there's a number of factors uh behind that. We signed a lad this week, Will Goodwin from Stoke City. He's our first signing of the window. He scored last night on his debut, so maybe you know maybe he can he can help a bit. I mean, Alfie May has shouldered a lot of it. Um, he scored twenty three goals last season. He scored six, seven, six or seven this season. So he's our, he's our he's our main he's he's the main man really. Uh, but he needs some help. You know, you need goals from around the team. You need your midfielders to score. Hasn't been happening. We need the centre halves, as I say, to come up and score some from corners. It hasn't been happening. So um I'd say that other other areas of the team need to start contributing more goals, and that's that's not been happening yet, happening this season. But fortunately, defensively, we've been pretty good. I mean, if we were if we hadn't been defensively pretty good, we'd be we'd be down in the bottom four, no doubt about yeah. it. So but that's that's been that's been the one bonus that defensively we've been pretty good, even while our strikers haven't been scoring goals. Yeah, and in terms of the brand of football that we should come to expect from from Cheltenham, is it one dimensional? Do you get the ball down? Do you like to play? What would you sum that up as? They'd like to. They'd like <laughs> to. <laughs> you know, um, it's very much. It, it's it's three at the back. It's wing backs. Um, it has been. Uh, Michael Duff played like that, and it was success. Had relative success with that um, with that formation. Wade Elliott's kept that formation. That's the formation that they've been recruiting for um, uh, in the last sort of three or four seasons, really, since Michael since Michael came 
came in. Michael came in. Um, Gary Johnson left. He was the manager who brought us back into the Football League in 2016. Michael Duff took over from him. Didn't win for his first nine games. We were at the bottom, towards the bottom of League Two. It looked like we were really struggling. And then we played Arsenal under 21s in the Papa John's Trophy, um, ironically. And Michael played 3 5 2. We won that game 6 2. Some bloke called Pukayo Saka was playing for Arsenal that day. Any idea what happened to him? No, never heard of him. Never heard of him. And we won 6 2. And from then on, we played 3 5 2. And, you know, it's uh, Michael's had the Michael level of success with it. So we've kept that. They They do try and get it down, they do try and play. But it's needs must really. Wade's Wade's got to do what he can do to get results. And as yep. I've said, it hasn't always been very pretty because his job is to keep the team in League One, and he, and and his job probably depends on it. So if 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 the the brand of football isn't great, that's because they've got to get. It's all about results. And um, as I said earlier, some supporters haven't been happy with the style of football, and you can understand it because it has been a bit of a tough watch. Yeah, times. Yeah. It's been quite attritional, really, for, for large parts of the season. But, um, you know, needs must. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, we've we've touched on um, Alfie May as, uh, you know, I suppose your danger man. Hmm. Is there anyone else that potentially could cause Derby County some problems this weekend? Yeah, Ryan Broom uh, is another one. He, uh, we, he came to the club uh, first under a few years back and um, did well. He was released by Bristol Rovers um, and then he left. He went to Peterborough. Didn't quite work out for him there. Had a loan at Plymouth. Did well at Plymouth last season at this, in this league and then came back to Cheltenham from Peterborough and he's shown flashes of what he can do. Um, best, best sort of position, sort of a number 10 attacking midfielder, um, joining up with the forwards Um he had a good game last night uh, against uh, against Salford. Played well, scored a goal, and he's the sort of player who he's the sort of player who gives the energy. If you know what I mean, he sort of provides the sort of he gets the team up the pitch. If the team's you know if 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 you know, if they're defending and then and they want to get up the pitch quickly, he's the man to do it. He's the man who sort of injects that bit of drive into the team. And he can score goals, and he can and he can make goals. So he's the sort of he's the other one, really. He's the, he's the provider, if you know what I mean. And the, the wing backs can do that as well. Will Ferry will probably play on the left. Ryan Jackson on the right. Depend. Jackson's a dependable sort of player. He's made he's made a few goals this year. And on the other side, Ferry's come from Southampton. He's a young man trying to make his way in the game, and he's he's done quite well too. So those two really can are are there to sort of provide the width in the team. And uh, and they've they've done that to, to varying degrees. Also in midfield, Liam Sirkham, quality player, thirty-two years old, five hundred league games, and he provides that experience in that midfield. He's the sort of player who seems to have more time than any other player around him. If you know what I mean, you know when it's when it's quite congested and it's as it gets in that midfield area, he, he just seems to have <laughs> he's have more time than anybody else. A bit like I suspect. Connor Huran might do for Derby, you know that that yeah. sort of player who can who just calms it all down a bit, and but can also come up with a goal and uh, and and an assist and, and something special if you need it. Yeah, 
for sure. Yeah, and and checking out your kind of stats on on FootMob today, um, Liam Circum. Um, scores highest as a top rated player with a rating of 7.37 so yeah um it's glad to see that that's that's that is kind of um true i guess but uh what kind of weaknesses do you think that that derby could exploit then um well um our best defender this season, Lewis Freestone, unfortunately is out he Mm -hmm. he got carried off at bristol rovers on new year's day likely to be out for three months, which is massive, a massive blow. I mean, you'd never have said that at the start of the season for any Cheltenham player, any Cheltenham fan. Lewis Freestone, uh, jury was very much out on him. Um, and then Will Boyle left in the summer, went to Huddersfield. Uh, he was our captain, left-sided, left-sided defender. And Lewis stepped into the position for him and he's been absolutely fantastic this season. But he's out. So that is a bit, that is a bit of a blow. And... Last couple of games defensively, we've looked a little bit more susceptible than, than we did before. Um, so that is a bit of a worry, especially with people like, I don't know who's going to play up front, but Goldrick, Collins, I don't know. I mean, yep. honestly, David McGoldrick, <laughs> James Collins, Connor Huron, I mean, absolute cheat codes at League One, those three, I can tell you. And then you've they got are. other I haven't even talked about Jason Knight or anybody like that, have I? And Louis Sibley or whoever whoever else is is likely to turn up and uh, uh, on Saturday in a what in a uh, yeah you play in white yeah in a white shirt um, so yeah I mean yeah, it's difficult there's there's threats all over the field for, for us yep. on Saturday and um, we're gonna have to be we're gonna have to be right at it to to get anything out of the game another one of our defenders Charlie Raglan who. He's suspended. Um, he got sent off at Shrewsbury on December the 29th. Three-match ban. It's his last game of his ban uh, on Saturday. So that's another blow, really, especially with Freestone being out. So defensively, we were a bit stretched. We've got a lad playing who's uh, on loan from West Brom, Caleb Taylor. Been outstanding, really, this season for a, a young boy playing on his first loan. Uh, he's come in centre of the back three, six foot four. So uh, he, he's done well. I mean, yeah, he's been up against some some good players this year. There's some good forwards in League One, considering he's been up with people like Sam Vokes. He's he's come out of, of that sort of battle. So it'd be another one for him on Saturday if it's McGoldrick or Collins or whoever, or both. Mm-hmm. Then uh, you know he'll he'll, he'll it'll be another tough battle for him. So I, I do have a few worries about. I haven't had worries about us defensively before with with. Freestone when Freestone was fit, but now Freestone's out. He's a bit worried. They are looking for another left-sided defender. Whether they'll get one on Saturday, but a lad called Tom Bradbury's come in. He's he came in from Halifax in the summer and hadn't been able to get a game because of Freestone playing so well. But he's had to come in for the last two games, so he's likely to play again on Saturday. And uh, he's still finding his way into yeah. the team. So it's it's. That that is a bit of a worry for me. Yeah, uh, not having not having Freestone in because we have looked so secure with with that back three units. Normally, Sean Long, um, Caleb Taylor, Lewis Freestone. It has been in that back three, and they've done really well with yeah. Raglan with Raglan playing playing the old game as well. But that that's that's where I have worries. Yeah, well, I think it's consistency, isn't it? I mean, Derby have seen you know, we've started the the same back four, albeit you know three of them are playing out of position. 
um, mm. and they've played consistently. And, and that's where we've picked up clean sheets, picked up results. And we've looked defensively, defensively really good. So, yeah, I think once if we were to take one of those out, um, you know, there's there's going to be issues there. So uh, that sounds that sounds fair. And I think yeah. um, everyone has that problem with injuries, especially at, at this time of year. But Well, for us, it's well because we've got such a small squad of players, really. I mean, at the moment, for the last couple of games, we've been picking from 19 or 20. That's yeah. it. Because we've got... We've got twenty-eight in the squad. Five of five of them are out on loan because some of them are young lads and players who don't think the manager really sees us as long-term in his plans. And then we've had two or three injuries. So once you get five out on loan, two or three injured in a squad of twenty-eight, and two of them are goalkeepers, of course, then you're down to you're down to you're down to picking from nineteen twenty for a squad of eighteen. So he hasn't had a lot of options. To uh, to choose from, and so that's why they're still looking for. Hopefully, there's there's enough uh, budget around to bring two or three in. This this I mean, bought one in, so maybe if they can bring another couple in, but they won't be before Saturday. So, you know, they're going to be yeah. picking from the same eighteen or nineteen that they picked from from the Morecambe game and for last night and for the Salford Papa John's match. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mark, score prediction. Oh, I would absolutely snap your hands off for a one-all. I really yeah. would. I mean, if Cheltenham can win, fabulous. It will be. It will be up there with, you know, some of the other wins. I mean, we beat Sunderland in Ipswich last season, um, but I'd absolutely snap my hand off for a one-all. It's, it's another one of those games because uh, teams teams hate coming to Cheltenham and losing. They absolutely mm. hate it. Supporters of 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 teams like like yourselves. You know, they they will hate coming to Cheltenham and losing. I mean, we've had, I mean, when when we beat Sunderland last season and and Ipswich last season, the meltdowns among the the supporters. <laughs> they just, I mean, we love it because it's yeah. like, oh, how the hell could we lose to Cheltenham? You know, it's the it's the worst result in our career in our history ever. You know, I mean, it blatantly isn't, but you know, they for them, it, it, oh, it's a disaster. We've lost to Cheltenham. It's, it's how do we lose to a race course? You know, things like that. You, know, you, you get all that sort of stuff. But um, and I'm sure it would be the same if um, if if we managed to beat Derby on Saturday. But I mean, yeah, as I say, I'd, I'd snap your hands off for a one-one. I mean, that one that would be that would be a bonus result for us. Yeah. Well, I think potentially, I think given what we've said about you being the you know the the league's um, lowest scorers, I think it would probably be quite Derby County if you were to beat us and put a few past us. But I think I think potentially we may just have a enough and, and given our, our recent form. So yeah. I think I'm gonna go for a, a free one um victory and uh yeah I, I don't wish you well on Saturday but the next two if you could help us out that yeah Sheffield Wednesday in Plymouth yeah yeah I mean it's the sort of game I mean the thing is that teams will come to Cheltenham and try and target it as a win. So what teams what teams tend to do, they come to Cheltenham and they they tend to they'll go for it, which which in a way helps us if you know what I mean. Yeah. Because if teams are going to throw players forward and think, yeah, come on, this is a game we've got to win. It conversely it, it does help us. I mean, when we were in League Two and going for the title in League Two, teams would come up and set defensively, and we'd have to try and break them down. And it'd be harder for us, but that doesn't happen now because they think, mm. oh, it's Cheltenham, right? Let's go, let's go for it. 
and as you say, as I say, conversely, that, that that does help us a bit. I mean, we've had, as I say, we've had good results at home against against um, some decent teams in the last couple of seasons. So fingers crossed that we can get another one on uh, on Saturday. But it will be tough, as I say. That target yeah. scored absolute cheat codes at League One. Yeah, for sure. I think when uh, yeah our fans are saying it and we're hearing it from rival fans in in the league you know it, it feels it feels good i think david mcgoldrick's the uh, the main one for me he's um he's a cut above the rest in, yeah, in my opinion he is. So. oh he absolutely is <laughs> and and I, I i've always been a massive i've always been a massive fan of hurahan whenever he's mm. played against us for for teams as well you know he's he's a, he's a quality player and i suspect he still is and you know, as I say, Derby got some good young kids. Jason Knight's a decent player, and uh, and so yeah, I mean, I, I I I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm looking forward to to, to the game because yeah. it's always good. It's always good to see our ground full, and yeah. uh, and it will be. I'm sure there'll be. You know, I'm sure Derby fans. I know, I know a Derby fan who's who's got a seat in one of our stands, and it, it happens it happens all the time. Yeah, you know, every 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 time one of these. And they are bigger clubs. I mean, practically every club in the league one's a bigger club than that. But you know, when these bigger clubs come, you know, they can't they sell out the fifteen hundred that we give them in about half an hour. Yeah. So it's obvious that um Derby fans are gonna buy seats in the home areas. It's fine, you know. We're quite we're used to it. You know, Cheltenham fans are used to it. They don't they won't they there won't be any issues with it. Yeah. They, they really won't. We're not we're not that sort of football club at all. And uh, you know, I love it. I don't care. I don't care how we fill the ground up. To be absolutely honest, as long as it's full, uh, yeah, for sure, it's full. And uh, Cheltenham are going to make some get the money out of it. Get some money out of it. Well, yeah, that's, just, sure. that's what it's about for for us as a football club. Our supporters mm. get really wound up. Oh, it's all about the money, but it is. You know, we're a, little, <laughs> we're a little football club. We haven't got a we haven't got an owner. You know, we haven't got a like Forest Green have got. Mr. Ecotricity down the road. We haven't got an owner, we haven't got an owner like that. So for, for, for Cheltenham, it really is every penny counts and um, yep. you know, every pound's a prisoner, as Michael Duff used to say, he used to say it all the time. And and that's how it is at our football club. We don't make any bones about it and we are punching above our weight in League One. And yep. the longer we can stay in League One, the uh, the better it is for our football club. So uh, if we could have the three points on Saturday, please, it'd be very, <laughs> be very grateful. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I reckon we would share a point if you could go and beat Wednesday in Plymouth. Mm. I reckon we could we could agree to something there. We could probably make a bit yeah, of a deal. Yeah. But... We gave Plymouth a good game on Boxing Day. Mm. We gave Plymouth I, a good I think, game. I, I think they're, yeah, I mean, I've been saying it all but, season, but I don't think they'll go up automatically. I think they'll since then, they've the signed, they signed five players since then. They have, yeah, <laughs> but you know, you never know. You never know. No, I'm, no. I'm holding out. I'm holding out some hope. But Mark, thanks so much for, uh, yeah, coming on. It's been no great problem, to hear Jim. about Cheltenham. And uh, yeah, like I say, I can't wish you luck on on Saturday, no, but for the next two after, um, all of the luck is uh, is coming. Yeah, well, your if you way. could do us a favour and keep beating the teams below us, like you did Forest Green the other week, you know, if you could, if you could keep uh, keep beating the Burtons, Accringtons, Forest Greens, and uh, Milton Keynes of this world, that would uh, that would help us, and we'll try and do the same for for the teams around here. Love it, and all the best in the Papa John's Trophy, Mark. Thanks very much. Cheers. Take care. No worries.
Bye. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.